Has a coach ever told you to stop doing do-it-for-you services in favor of pure coaching? That's the advice that I got from my coach several years back. Going against it led me to crossing over the six-figure mark in my business. This is that story. Hi, I'm your host, Ina Coveney. Every Monday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story, and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays, this one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. We are currently in the off season, which means I'm out there recording all the interviews with those amazing coaches that you know and love. And so we'll be replaying some past interviews on Mondays, but I'll be here sharing with you every week on Thursdays with new content fresh out of the oven to help you continue to grow your business. And today, our focus will be on three things you need to keep in mind to create offers that feel in complete alignment with you. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're watching your kids play outside, enjoy the weather while it's still nice. And don't forget to head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to The Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. The last one-on-one client that I had outside of this year was back in 2019. And at the time, I had you know, invested in a whole bunch of coaches and I was really starting to get my feet wet really into coaching because I had just come from a world where I was making websites. I was a freelancer. I was getting paid by the hour to make websites. This is how I started making my money when I first quit my job in 2018. So when I started coaching, which wasn't until the end of 2018, right? When I started to wise up and realize I really should probably be out there helping people. Um, I got myself a coach and this was like a high power coach. I mean, he had been the coach to some of the biggest names in the industry and I ended up getting a really, really good deal to work with him. And I couldn't believe uh, how much I was paying to work with him. Like that's how exciting it was for me. Turned out that, uh, and I guess this gets into offers too a little bit, is that he was promoting a group coaching program. And much to his dismay, I was the only one who raised my hand and signed up for it. So I ended up with like, I think it was like six weeks of one-on-one coaching from him when he thought this was going to be a group experience. Um, And I could sense that he was a little bit spiteful about it, but I'm like, hey, I'm getting access to the best mind out there. I am going to milk this for all that it's worth. And so I, I showed up every day and I asked every question. Like I was, I really feel like I was getting like the deal of a lifetime working with this coach. And there was one thing that he told me. He told me that, Ina, 
if you're going to get into coaching, you have to let go of making websites. He told me this. And, you know, I don't, you know, I don't begrudge him for it. I, I think it's perfectly fine advice that if you're going to be scaling a coaching offer, you want to stop trading time for dollars. You want to be able to scale this thing, right? Um, those are all the things that he was telling me. Like, yeah, you want to just do the coaching. Let them hire somebody else. Let them go to Upwork and let them go to Fiverr and onlinejobs.ph and get themselves somebody who's going to actually make the website for him, for them. You have to let that go. And at the time I was like, okay, I guess I can give that a try. I mean, you got to understand that making websites was my comfort zone. I was out there. You can still find YouTube videos of me teaching people about WordPress, right? Like this was the thing I had. I don't think I have any with me right now, but when I went to my first conference in 2018, my business card said WordPress girl. Seriously, like this was my identity. I am the WordPress girl. And he was telling me, let go of your identity so that you can grow your business. And I'm like, ah, okay, I'm scared. Okay, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to let go of the websites. Um, shortly after, I signed my very first real coaching client that was paying me about, I believe it was around like $800 a month. And that was like serious money, right? That's what I was paying for my coach when I first started my business. So I'm like, oh my God, people are paying that amount of money to work with me. It was super exciting, right? And I'm like, okay, no website, no website. I'm just going to help them, right? I'm just going to be do the business coach thing. So we would get together and, um, you know, my client, she was, she had made her own website, right? And she was, I believe that she was using WordPress. Uh, she had made her own website and it just didn't look awesome. Or maybe it was because I had such high standards because I'm a developer and, and a designer and I know what it should look like. And she, much to her credit, did not let her lack of ability stop her. She went and created her own website. But now she had me. She had hired me to be her business coach. So if I see something, I need to say something. So we would get together um, during our coaching calls and I'd be like, okay, let's change this on your site and let's change this and let's change this. You know, let's fix that flow. Let's add this picture. Let's do that. So we would be doing basically like screen sharing sessions where I'm quote unquote coaching her, but really I'm looking at her website like we need to change this and we need to change that, right? Um, and it just felt really yucky for me because I felt like somebody was tying both my hands behind my back, right? That they were telling me, listen, don't use your full set of skills. Nobody cares. Nobody wants them. People only want this thing from you. And at the time, I'm like, it, it doesn't feel right to be withholding talent, to be withholding skills when these people are paying me for those skills. They're paying me for that talent. That's why they hired me, because I have this range of things that I can help them with. So I had a couple of clients like that where um, I would just give them tips and they would go and perform them to the best of their ability. And I ended up feeling icky because I'm like, 
I feel like I'm not giving them my all. Um, so after that, after I had those couple of clients, this is where the part where it's like going against the coach thing came in. I decided that I just couldn't. I could not withhold my entire skill set just because somebody out there who's sitting in a different country even is telling me, hey, don't use your full skill set. So I decided, okay, how can I kind of merge the two? What can I do? And that's where the idea for my program, which was the program that got me over the six-figure line, right? The program. It was called Be Found. I no longer offer that program, but that's how I created that program. I ended up having an entire year of one-on-one -on -one clients whom I would guide through the business process, identifying their ideal client, identifying their offers, figure out what is it that they wanted. But then at the end of the engagement, I would take a few weeks and create their perfect website for them. And I felt great about that. I was like, I am using my full skill set and I'm actually solving a problem out there because there were so many people giving me horror stories of hiring freelancers who wouldn't finish the website or who would charge them an arm and a leg and then six months later, they still didn't have a site or that the project kept getting dragged on, drag on, drag on um, or that they would quote them, uh, quote them something and then two weeks later, come back and quote them more. I would hear all these crazy stories. I was solving a problem because I could work with them on their business offer, I knew what should be on the website. And the response was amazing, right? So after I did that, uh, I spent a year promoting the group program, the BFUN group program. I got amazing clients. They got amazing websites. Everything was working great. But towards the end of 2020, I kind of changed my niche. I actually left my podcast that I had 100 episodes on it. It's called Trailblazing, Cor Trailblazing Out of Corporate Life. It's still out there and I'm very proud of everything that I did there, but I was changing my niche. I was going from helping people get out of corporate and kind of set up a business in, and their website to helping people get clients. But by then, I had already done enough quote-unquote market research to know what my ideal client wanted. Actually, I got on a whole bunch of more market research calls, but I didn't need to work with people one-on-one -on -one to know what they needed. Uh, so I just went straight to doing a group program, and that's how my current signature offer, Get Clients First, was first created, right? I got a whole bunch of people saying, do you want to get clients? I'll teach you how. And that's how I started forming that group offer. And that was in early 2021. Now, here we are in 2022. And I hadn't had one-on-one -on -one clients since the last one in 2019. And I found myself getting one-on-one -on -one clients again. And I wanted to tell you why. Because I learned something from back in the day when I decided to go against that coach's advice and just go and use my full skill set, I started to feel like by creating a group and trying to scale my offer, I had lost touch 
with actually helping people, like getting my hands dirty, rolling up my sleeves and getting into somebody's business and really helping them with it. Because in a group, you can only do so much, right? A group is by definition, a scaled offer, right? As a client, you get to have it for less price than it would have been a one-on-one situation. You don't get one-on-one attention. So I started to really miss the one-on-one attention. I started to really miss rolling up my sleeves and helping someone truly get their businesses off the ground. So I started offering one-on-one this year and the results have been amazing, right? I have clients who I've told them, hey, listen, the first time that we run through this process, you may not get clients, right? It's the first time people are hearing about your offer. People are not familiar with you yet. It's okay if you don't get them. This is what we do. I have an entire process for what to do with your leads, right? How to turn them into clients a little bit later. I have a client who went through my process and the first time around putting her offer out there, she got two premium clients, just like that, right? I have another client who, after working with me for a little while, she was all booked out with clients. Like she was coming to me and be like, so what do I do now? (laughs) Right? Like, okay, so I got the clients. Now what am I supposed to do? (laughs) Do I have a wait list? Do I launch again? Do I keep launching? Do I, do I stop? What do I do? Like I'm getting clients or like getting booked up. And that started to get really exciting for me because if there's something that I love to do is to roll up my sleeves and get in there with people. So all this year, um, I've been working with people one-on-one and now I am starting to think, okay, how do I get that kind of attention? Like all those skill sets that have been able to use for one-on-one clients and how do I group them again? How do I, because there's only so much that we can do inside my Get Clients First membership, right? Which is basically like, here's the content and it's it's self-paced and I'm there to answer your questions, but how can I help you more? And that's when I came up with the idea for let's have essentially what would be like a VIP level of Get Clients First called Get Clients now, which I think is an amazing name and is playing off of the program that I've been doing one-on-one because it gets into a lot more detail. It like, it really gets me to really learn about people's businesses. And I can do this in a group setting, which means that the price kind of drops for clients because it's not uh, one-on-one, but we can do it all in a group container. And that's what I'm kind of excited about right now. And I have a wait list that is open. Okay. So if you would like to get on the wait list, just go to joingetclientsfirst.com. And uh, actually, I believe that you can even go to join get clients now. I think I got so excited about this that I started buying domains. So if you go to joingetclientsnow.com, there we go. It takes you straight to the Get Clients Now waitlist. I'm telling you, I get excited and websites start to happen, right? Like they, I start to put things in, into play. So I want the reason I wanted to tell you about this is because I want you to get something out of the fact that sometimes coaches may be telling you, hey, this is the way that you need to go. But in reality, you are the CEO of your business. I There is no point in me three years later, complaining about that coach. Why wouldn't that coach let me use my full skill set? I was the CEO. I was the boss, 
I got to say what I got to do and what I didn't. So I want you to know that. I want us all in this community to get a sense of accountability to our own actions for the things that we do. So for you today, I have three tips. There are three things that I want you to keep in mind as you're going about creating your offer. All right. And these are things that I learned the hard way, but I don't want you to learn the hard way. Okay. So if you find yourself right now feeling that way, like I feel like I could be doing more for my clients, these tips are for you. Okay. There's no point in us tying our hands behind our backs just because coaching is defined a certain way. Just because coaches out there are telling you to do it in a particular way, you are the one who's ultimately accountable and will have to live with your actions. Okay. This is not any coach's fault. It's all you, my friend. So I'm going to give you these three tips and I want to see how you rank against these three. Okay. Starting with number one. When you look at your offer, ask yourself, am I really giving it my all? Am I really offering my clients the entire range of my skill set? Or am I holding back because I'm afraid that it won't be scalable? I feel like when we have a small audience, that's like the biggest uh, dream killer. The biggest business growth killer for somebody with a small audience is the thought, but that won't scale. Because at this point with a small audience, as we're starting out, we can't be thinking about scaling. Scaling is a completely different action. Growth and scaling is not the same thing. They're not even in the same ballpark. They're not in the same class. They are not in the same conference. Right now, if you need to be getting clients, you need to be growing. You don't need to be scaling. You only scale once you have something that works, something that has grown to the point that you're like, I wish more eyeballs were on this offer so that I could grow even more. That's when you start thinking, okay, how do I scale this thing? In the meantime, it's all about growth and they are completely different things. So ask yourself, am I really helping my clients with my full skill set, with my full range of abilities? When they pay for me, are they getting my full brain? Okay. Which leads me to point number two, because I know this is the next thing you're asking. It's like, wait a minute, Ina, but if somebody's only paying me $97 to sit down with them, how am I supposed to give them my full brain? And is that worth it? No, Ina, that doesn't sound like it works for me. Point number two is for you, my friend, who's thinking this way. Number two is, are you charging the right price for the right offer? Okay, if you only have one offer and it only has one price and giving it your all feels like overkill because this the offer is only like $197 or it's only $597 and it feels like, no, if they really want my full brain and my full expertise, I cannot be charging these prices. Ah, there it is. Don't be afraid to have another offer. Don't be afraid to level it up. That's what I'm doing with Get Clients First and creating Get Clients Now. We have a low-level offer. 
where anybody can just join Get Clients First for $200 a month and get access to my Kajabi course and have the opportunity to ask questions, right? But if you really want my brain, my full expertise in your business, if you want to get access to a workshop where we sit down and we plan out your content for the next 30 days, right? If you want my full set of abilities, then I have Get Clients Now for you. Join the waitlist at getclientsnow.com, right? At joingetclientsnow.com, right? So that's what you do. You start to tier your offers and say, am I providing the full value? Am I giving them my full brain? What is that worth? How many people should I have in there? And how am I going to structure it with my offer? So think about that. All right. Don't be coming and telling me, Ina, that's not going to work for me because my offer is too cheap and I'm not willing to do that. If your offer is too cheap and not willing to do that, then you create another offer where you can do that and you can charge fair price for it. And that is your VIP level. You're welcome. Okay. And now let's go to point number three, which is the lesson that I learned back in the day. And I want you to always be paying attention to it. And that is, don't be afraid to go against the grain. What do I mean by that? Don't be afraid to go against the grain. If coaches out there are telling you, listen, don't do this, do this. Listen, do that thing. Don't do this other thing. Ask yourself, is that what I really want to do? Is that where my heart is? And if you want to go against it, then you do. I had a client once who um, she would come to our coaching calls and she would ask for explicit advice on something. And I'd be telling her, yeah, this is the process. This is what you do. Here you go. This is your next step. Go and do it, right? And I'm following through with my methodology, right? The methodology that I have to get clients first, I'm guiding her through it. I'm like, your next step is to do this. Your next step is to do this. And she came back to one of our sessions and she said, Ina, I love you and I know that your stuff works, but I can't bring myself to do that. And you know what? Maybe what I need to do, this is her talking, maybe what I need to do is just to do it my way and watch it fail so that I can come back to you and do it full force. But I feel like I need to go through that myself. And you know what I said? You are the CEO. You are the boss. If this is how you want to do it, then you go do it. No regrets. You follow your gut. All right. And I'm here with my methodology anytime that you want to come and follow it. But if right now your gut is telling you, I think maybe I should try this completely other way, I did not get in her way. I said, bravo for you taking the initiative to do what you think is right. Because I never want you to have any regrets just because you were following what somebody else is telling you to do. Okay? Now, I know what I'm talking about and I stand by my practices. But the truth is that as a coach, I do not have the responsibility of your success or of your failure. All I can do is guide you and help you show you the door and tell you what's on the other side. But clients, you are the one who walks through it with full ownership, full mindfulness that this is your path, right? 
And if you would like to do go through the door I'm pointing at, then awesome. I'm going to be there with you to support you every step of the way. If you want to choose another door, I applaud you. I applaud your initiative to do what you think is right. So point number three here, follow your gut. Don't let other people influence you, especially if it doesn't feel like it's uh, an action in full alignment with you. So why don't we recap here? These are three things that I want you to keep in mind when you're thinking about your offers, because this is how it's worked for me. Number one, are you really helping your clients with your full brain, your full talents, your full body and soul? Are you, are, when people pay you, are they buying you? Are they getting all of you? Yes or no? If the answer is no, because you're holding back for some reason, which I'm sure is very valid, then think about your offers, which brings us to point number two. Are you charging the right price for the right thing? And if you're not, if you want to give more of you, but the current price is not right, raise your prices, create another offer for a higher price. This is what I'm doing with Get Clients First. Now we have Get Clients Now. You can join the waitlist at joingetclientsnow.com, right? Do that. Get me a different tier that is going to give, give my clients my full attention and brain into their businesses. And number three, you're the CEO. Follow your gut. Be in complete alignment with your decisions and with your next steps. And don't let anybody out there be, quote unquote, to blame for whatever happens in your business. Always check with yourself. And tell yourself, this is what feels right. This is what I want to do in my business. And let's do it. So those are your three tips. Go check yourself against these three items in your offers. And I can't wait to see what you come up with for your clients. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.